Hi, this is Sybil Lake, actor-director. This is Thinking Outside the Long Box. If you ever shit your pants in a stairwell, it's Thinking Outside the Long Box. I haven't done that either. It's Cloverfield. So I was thinking, like, I think with Marvel movies and, like, some other action movies that have come out, we've gone back to, like, now you can kind of see the action more. But I hated that in some, like, the Bourne movies and shit. It's just, like, <laughs> I like the fighting. movies, too, but it, it's just too... Yeah, I, don't, I love the movies. It's just they're fighting and I can't see half of them. Yeah. Because it's, it's the same thing with, like, the, the first Hulk movie that came out. You can't see any of the fight scenes. It's like too dark and too shaky, and the movie's not good anyway. <laughs> but the parts that are like that could be good in it, it's like uh, you can't see them. <laughs> He's fighting like giant Hulk dogs, and there's like no light, and it's shaky. <laughs> the only, only fight you see is when he fights a cloud, which is not the most exciting thing at the end. And I, I, I honestly think that looking back on the movie, I honestly think that's what detracts from the movie for me for Cloverfield is that. I mean, it, I do it, think it is a detraction. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not a bad movie. Like that's not what I'm saying. Maybe and watching it like large and small helps with that. Watching it because this uh, time I watched it on my phone and I didn't really didn't bother the shaking doesn't bother me at all. And like in the theaters, I remember it was completely readable. I will tell I don't you know if I've ever watched it on a normal TV screen before. I, I will tell you that I, I, if I remember correctly, there were a lot of people going out of th- those theaters and throwing up and feeling nauseous and shit. That happens in all of these movies. <laughs> yeah. Um, Paranormal but, Activity was it? Is that the other one? Yes. I remember I was at that movie and a dude threw up in the movie and another dude passed the fuck out walking <laughs> out of the movie. You know what's like? He just like straight <laughs> dropped in front of us and we we're like, "What the fuck?" I thought he was joking, and then his girlfriend's like, "Somebody!" Help. I was like, "Oh." Shit. You know what's cool? You know what's better about those films now that you bring them up is that they employ that. They employ the two different versions. So you get the normal security cam pulled out version, but it's still that kind of first person shot. And it it breaks from the fucking shaky craziness that's happening. Paranormal Activity, I think, is the best found footage movie, I think. As far as like the way that the whole movie looks. I don't know if it's like the best. I might be the best. Still. I, <laughs> I really like Cloverfield. There's not a ton of. I mean, I'm sure if we Googled found footage, there's not a ton of like big found footage movies. But that's. A, I, I like that series. Troll Hunters or whatever that movie was. Yeah, that's surprisingly big. <laughs> like that was Troll one. Isn't Battle for LA technically, even though it's like masterfully shot, but it's hey, probably it's shot it a is. lot like a shaky yeah. film movie. Obviously, like Blair Witch, these yeah. movies. Um, but yeah, I mean, so obviously the whole the whole premise to this film is these these dudes are saying goodbye to their friend because he's leaving them. He's going off to do his own thing, and a fucking monster attacks the city of New York, and this is them through that night. 
Um, cause I, I, I believe it's only a few hours in their life. If I can remember, I just fucking watched it, but I believe it's only that night. Um, and so it's essentially them trying to survive that night and that's all it is. And the JJ Abrams is first f- and they failed. We think, <laughs> we think they failed. There's no all but two, evidence. All but two definitely failed. <laughs> definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, to may have succeeded. So, again, I think this is another film, though, that kind of either brought back to life or revolutionized the not showing of the monster um, as much, because you obviously don't get a full, like, big shot of that creature. You get little legs and shit. I think they show it. Like the perfect amount, though. Yeah, no, no, that's what I'm saying. It's you don't. It never gets kind of spoiled or ruined. You don't see this big fucking thing and go, okay, it's kind of lame or not lame or whatever. You just see legs and you see fucking creatures falling from it and they're attacking other humans. Um, and and it's cool. I think I think it it looks really cool in that aspect as far as the monster goes. Yeah, you see at the very end, yeah, which is like about it, really. I mean, you see like a couple shots of it walking between buildings mm-hmm. on the news cam. And then Troll Hunter is the other one I was talking about. <laughs> and then you see, uh, you see it between. You kind of see it when they're hiding, when the military is like fighting it. And evidently, this thing is like. I don't understand why giant things are also like missile proof. I don't understand <laughs> how that happens. Do you think that it has to do with its fucking just mass? Because I mean, you're talking about like I obviously you. I don't know what kind of explosion shit makes. But I feel like if you're huge, like a I, I bullet mean, kills us, very small. No, no, no. But, but I mean, so imagine you're your size, and you've got a small statue of a dude, and he's shooting his tiny gun bullet at you. Oh, the you bullets! Know what I mean, the bullets make total sense to me why they're not doing anything. But it's like when the airplanes, like when the jets streak by and like are hitting them with like sidewinders. <laughs> I'm like, I think that would still fuck them up. <laughs> Those things take out tanks and shit. Like that's made of steel. So I mean, uh, might not kill it. Like it might take like several to kill it, but like it seems unfazed. They like napalm it and shit. It's like I don't give a fuck. And that helicopter flyer at the end should have definitely been higher. Like from a different dimension, bro. It's fucking thick skin. Yeah, I mean, it's not from a different dimension in this one they pretty much show at the end that it comes from space yeah but i think they i think they imply that even though it's coming from space it's still coming from a different dimension so there are, i think that's the implication in the third movie in the third movie i think there are different earths and even okay i mean whatever earth dimension well, whatever like you want to call it normal like dimensions sure right? And I don't think that either of the dimensions that you see in the third movie are the one from the first movie. So it seems like that they come from space, but like they could be from space in all of the dimensions. Sure. But on one Earth, they're ravaging it, and on this other Earth, they're not there at all. And then on the first movie, they've already been, at least one's already been there. Right. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then in Cloverfield Land, like, they're just different all like they're definitely space aliens definitely and it's been but i mean again a different dimensional being could still be a space alien you know what i mean well i'm saying it just seems like all of the dimensions have the alien to me it seems like or don't like it doesn't seem like it sucked in from a different dimension it seems like it's from our their dimension it's just that's what it seems like to me. I don't this, know. The second one is There's cool because not enough information. It already feels like you've been invaded at that point at the end of that movie. Yeah. 
Like that's that's the cool part of that one. Uh, obviously, you said you you. I didn't watch all three of them again. I've seen all three of them before. I saw them all when we came out. I think we've talked about Cloverfield Lane on the podcast. Um, I don't think we've talked about the third one on the podcast as far as its own episode goes. Um, but I think that one was released like right after the Super Bowl one year, and it just hit Netflix really quick. I remember it was big. Like it was big, and. I definitely agree. You said it earlier. I definitely agree that I think Cloverfield Lane is inarguably the best of the movies. I think so. Like, as far as a movie goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, It's hard to compare them because they're not similar and they're not real sequels to each other. They're not similar in any way. (laughs) None of them, them, yeah. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, like, the second one just has, like, the best acting and the best cinematography and all that shit. And And it's like a. I don't know if anybody really knew it was a actual Cloverfield movie. I mean, obviously it's in the name Cloverfield Lane, but like it doesn't really connect until the very end. Like I think everybody was just hoping and anticipating it would go somewhere, and it doesn't connect until the very end. And I definitely, a, I remember, I definitely thought it was going to the movies. Right. Uh, I guess it was like no reason to think that because it doesn't share anything yeah <laughs> and even the aliens don't look the same although they have the same like mouth like the giant the spaceship alien has the same mouth as the <laughs> alien from cloverfield evidently that one can fly and looks like a spaceship <laughs> that's what i dig about the ending of that movie is that these feel very timelined like the first one is obviously the first time this fucking creature's ever hit that earth and the end of the second one feels like we're 10 years later you know what i mean this shit's already fucking happened you're already losing the battle and and i like that i think that's a cool thing but the cloverfield lane movie wise is definitely i mean it's a it's a thriller through and through the dude has kidnapped the lady won't let her out uh it's a it's a great if you haven't seen that movie you fucking definitely need to go watch that movie it's a great movie yeah i think paradox is good too i think they're all three good i think it's the worst rated one but i did enjoy it still yeah i I I really liked it it. yeah there were awesome parts of it the guy gets his arm loses his arm and his arm comes back and tells them what they need to know to get out of the situation (laughs) i'll have to watch it again i think i only watched it one or two times i don't know it's just it's funny and like it's a cool idea Supposedly, there's a fourth one that's already in development. Yeah, that it's a direct sequel to the first one, and it's like, yeah, the website came back from the first movie. It's up again, from my understanding, and they're making it again. I wouldn't be shocked though if it's just some other crazy shit movie that has nothing to do with any of the other movies. <laughs> Why break the mold now? Well, he he, I don't know what he again because I can't remember. I don't know what he said about the other two movies aside from them being in the universe of Cloverfield. He's come out and said that this is a direct sequel to the first one, so it feels more sequely. Like it feels more like okay, we're gonna get some resolution from the first movie, um, but. To me, I just can't understand what that would even be. Is it just like a the monster just rampaging? <laughs> like maybe they captured it, bro. Like in uh, fucking that one with the big brain bug. What the fuck's that called? The soldiers? Shit! What is that called? There you go. There you go. They're gonna be drilling into his big brain. It's a little bigger than that. <laughs> oh, look at that. We got the cave space for it. <laughs> I mean, they put King Kong in a fake reality. So uh, I don't know. I I dug it. There's not there's not much to talk about the plot of the movie because it really is. It takes 
place over like six hours. It's just a monster movie. It's just you trying to survive the night. But the the conversation I think about this movie generally stems to the bigger universe, how they created these websites beforehand, and there was a lot of clues that you could find and shit. And so like where this monster comes from. And so I think that's the overall conversation that you normally have when you talk about this movie. And the two different, obviously the two other movies. Um, John Goodman was in the second one, right? That's that's who the lead character was. Yeah, Roseanne's husband. <laughs> From Roseanne. <laughs> that's all I ever think of him as. Although he is a really good actor. A great actor. He was great in that. And I think he was in Red State Tours. He was in Red State. Oh, brother, where art thou? Fucking love that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's a good actor. Uh, obviously, he was in The Big Lebowski. Yeah, I, I like him. I, I I like this universe. There was one other movie that supposedly was going to be, and then it ended up not being at all related to it, was a zombie like Nazi movie that J.J. Abrams made. Um, uh, Who knows what it is? I, you, no, it was. So at the end of the day, once it came out, he's like, no, that didn't have anything. It was its own thing. So, But there was a lot of things going on before that were like, maybe it's a Cloverfield movie, but it ended up not being so. Um, but I'm, I, I, like the, I like the universe. I like the film. I like that they're all different. So we will see what this fourth one brings. Like you said, I don't know if it's just going to be like, ah, right, we've seen that first movie already. Like, eh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think of like what it could possibly be. That's like, maybe, maybe they just kill it and learn where it comes from. Or maybe there's an all-out invasion. Who knows? It could be, I mean, I'm not saying it's not be good. It's just I have a hard time thinking of what it could be. <laughs> so what do you give it? What do you give it? I mean, eh, like an eighty. I was thinking low eighties too. Um, again, I'm not. I liked it, but it's not like an awesome. Like I gotta I've... watch this movie all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I think just because of how it's filmed, and I think that there are better movies that are filmed similarly. I'd rather watch those other ones, but I I think low eighties is where I'm at as well. Um, I would give Cloverfield Lane probably a ninety something because that's yeah. a really good film. I'd be in the eighties um, that one too. But go check it out. Uh, if for somehow you haven't seen Cloverfield, if you like monster or kaiju, this is your this is your film. This monster movie comes. This monster comes with its own monsters. <laughs> yeah, just shitting them out. <laughs> I think they're parasites. Is what they said. They're probably. I mean, how else do you describe it? I mean, what? Uh, what? But they're just giant because it's giant. <laughs> giant pimples coming off of it. Yeah, <laughs> they bite you. You fucking explode. <laughs> Such a weird movie. Oh man! And now he's making Star Wars. Like I don't, I don't get it. But <laughs> I feel like I think they would be so much more successful too if Hollywood just embraced just a shit ton of voices. But they find like one guy makes a good movie, and they're like, "Give him fucking everything." <laughs> Let's see what he does with every goddamn piece of shit we can throw at him. And it's just like, I like J.J. Abrams to a degree, but I think he's like the total wrong choice for a lot of fucking movies. Oh, sure. I mean, there's... But they don't care. They're just like, J.J. Abrams fucking... It, it's hard because... Pile it on him. Like, he, the Star Wars movies, like, they're not that good. The, I think he only did the first and the third... I think maybe I don't think he did the second one, but I, the the other the other obviously we neither one of us have been in a writing room, so I don't know how much how much input he has on the story itself, other than trying to tell the story that's been put in front of him. So like I actually liked the first one. I it, it's thematically shot really well. Obviously, it's a replay of what you've already seen. Like it's a pretty close to what you've seen already. But, like, I thought it was pretty good. I enjoyed it. It looked good. It made me sad. It made me happy. Like, I, I don't know. I, I, I still dug it. 
I can't ever get into it because of the universe that it's in. It just it it doesn't care. So like, I don't care how good a movie looks or how well it's acted. If you throw it inside of an existing universe and then you give zero fucks about any of the rules of that <laughs> universe, I can't like fall in love with the movie. Like I could like think of it, so it's all right, but like. They just everything that any of the other movies told us about Jedi's or space travel or anything like they, they have those rules if that makes sense. Hey, yeah, yeah. Start, and they're just like, nah, we don't care. Like, <laughs> you know what's cra- shit. you know what's crazy is that a lot of those rules come from stuff that no longer is canon. But you can't and uncanonize so, the movies. No, no, yeah, no, I'm with Especially you there. Especially when they're following the movies are not the movies are canon. But that's what I'm saying. Like they they directly fly in the like. If you think about it that way, which I know most people don't, but if you're like a if you're a big fan of like the universe, which a lot of Star Wars fans are, oh, yeah. which is why they oh, yeah. don't like the movie overall. Yeah, for sure. The movie's overall. Then like you just have to follow those rules. Like it, it doesn't change the movies that much. Like literally you just do slightly different things in different areas, but like they just don't care. They're just like the Millennium Falcon. Do whatever the fuck it wants to do. Like, <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense. Like all kinds of shit is happening. That you're like, we know that that can't happen from supposedly the movie right before this movie. <laughs> so just like to me, I'm like, that just means someone doesn't respect the material. And sure. if they don't, then I like, I just don't respect the the movie they made. Like, <laughs> and that's why it'll never be a great movie. It's an okay movie, but that's where I think like that's what I'm saying. I think Hollywood would be more. I think it would be more successful to them because I think, I mean, no offense to these guys, it's, I, I probably wouldn't think any differently if I was in their shoes. They're getting paid so much money and getting thrown so many things that I just don't think they care. Like, they're like, you're buying me. Like, I just, this is what I want to fucking see. And it's like, well, dude, you're doing a Star Wars movie. <laughs> it was like when Kevin Smith talks shit about the, like, the Superman movie he was getting paid to write and where it's like they didn't want a Superman movie. They just wanted this movie called Superman, but like didn't want to include anything about Superman in it. It's like we well, can't fucking do that if you're making a Superman movie. Like, I do think that you need a guy or a girl, a, a person who is a, is like an expert in that thing. Like nobody's gonna make a Kevin Smith movie like Kevin Smith. He knows the rules of his world. He knows exactly what these fucking people would do. You know what I mean? You need if you're making a Star Trek movie, find the motherfucker who has watched and dove into every Star Trek movie that you could find and is a filmmaker. That guy will probably make a pretty decent fucking Star Trek movie. You know what I mean? But but like you said, I, I think sometimes what happens is they find these writers who are probably really good writers and probably pretty good directors, but maybe they don't have the knowledge of like Luke wouldn't make that decision. You know what I mean? Well, and like, and I don't even blame them, but it's like you said, like there are, especially with star Wars, there are fucking millions of people (laughs) that you could hire that know fucking everything about it. And like, yeah, maybe they're a pain to work with, but like, you're going to get a better movie at the end of it. Like (laughs) people love the first three movies for a reason. It's like, you're and you're basically the last movies are just basically a fucking retelling of like those movies. Yeah, so yeah. it's just like it's just fucking go gask the nerd dude who seen Star Wars eighty five thousand times, <laughs> like how the Millennium Falcon works. And then do that, like or why Ray can't be so freaking hugely powerful instantaneously with no training whatsoever. <laughs> like the fact that she has a lightsaber battle with Kylo Ren, who is a trained fucking. 
Jedi from like it seems like from his early teenage right. years and is a fucking Sith Lord at this point almost and she somehow can hold her like it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> She's never held a lightsaber before ever. Like that would never fucking happen. <laughs> Like and I know like it's disillusioned because it's like a movie and it's sure. nothing with Cloverfield, so you just got to be like, okay, it's a movie. But it's like, but it's just like they didn't need to fight there. Like there could have been anything. He could have been coming to kill her, and then some dude strifes him with like a fucking flyby, and it's, she has to back off, and then they pick her up, and they don't fight till the third movie, like where she develops over time. Right. That makes total fucking sense. And by the way, that's what the first fucking Star Wars movie did. <laughs> and when Luke tried to go in and fight Darth Vader before he was ready, he got his fucking ass handed to him. Which is what should have happened to her. It would have made perfect sense. She goes up, she fights him, he fucking cuts her arm off because she's a dumb bitch for trying. And then she fucking... It's Rocky 1 and 3, bro. Rocky 1 and 3. Rocky lost. Then Twice. They fucking lost. Yeah, no, I I dig that approach. Um, But uh, Cloverfield. Uh, good movie. Go watch it. That, overall, it's a thumbs up. Whether we're in the 80s or 90s, it's definitely something you, worth watching. Um, I enjoyed it, and I've probably seen it five times before this. Like, And I still enjoy it. <laughs> so. I think you could watch the second one without knowing anything about Cloverfield. You could watch all a, three of them without knowing a, anything about it. Aside, <laughs> it. The only knowledge you need to know is that there's aliens in this universe. You know what I mean? That's all you need to know. You don't even need to know that. And this, <laughs> Well, this, you you probably don't need to know that in the second one until the end until you're like, what the fuck is going on? Because you just know that there's something out there. He won't tell her what's going on. Well, that, but. Was, kind of the big, that was kind of the big reveal in the second yeah. one was that it was like you don't know if he's just bullshitting her or not <laughs> until the fucking lady shows up with a face and you're like, oh, there's something fucking going on out there. <laughs> but we don't know what it is. <laughs> Uh, no, it's a good. It's a good set. I think it's a good set of movies. I think, like I said, the third one is not reviewed as well. Um, I actually don't know what this. I just remember it had tons of hype when it. Came yeah, a hundred percent. And it, a lot of people saw it, and then whether it was received well or not, we don't know. So Cloverfield has got a probably like out of bet. 70s. 78 critic score and a sixty-eight audience score. So this the audience. Is starting to go a little bit lower. I again, I think it's because of the like what I said at the very beginning. I think that this re-revolutionized how films, how these types of films were shot, and so I I, I forgot about Blair Witch before until this, you said it. Blair Witch is probably the only other big one yeah. before this one that I can think of. And then this one, I think, was bigger than Blair Witch. Well, yeah, I think it was in the box office. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't know if that has held true since. You don't think? I don't know. Blair Witch is pretty culty, classic-y at this point, but so is kind of Cloverfield. I don't know if it's as much or not. Uh, I think culty, classic-y, I think Blair Witch probably wins, but I don't know what... I mean, Cloverfield's probably made more money. Oh, hands over fists, probably more money. Who knows? All right. Go watch Cloverfield 1 through 3. The fourth one should be coming out soon. It's in production um, now, so soon to three years from now. <laughs> Who knows? TOTLV.com. Find us on everything. Instagram, we just created a TikTok. Uh, the TikTok is giving me the ability to go back through all of our older videos and republish them on TikTok, which is pretty cool because I'm like, oh, shit, I forgot we talked to this person. So uh, go check all that stuff out on TikTok. I'm still making new videos for that, of course, too. Um, but TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, you can find us everywhere. TOTLB.com. Um, until next time, I've been one.
I'm done. And we will catch you guys later. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with your hosts, Doyle and Juan. To catch all the latest from us, visit our website at totlb.com. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Outside Long Box, TikTok at TOTLB Podcast, and Thinking Outside the Long Box on Facebook and YouTube. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, post about it on social media, leave a rating and review, and consider a Patreon membership. Thanks for listening.